What's up? It's your boy, the Ted Smith from the Men's Room. And did you know I have a podcast? Well, I do. The Podcast. New episodes uploaded every Wednesday on the Odyssey app. 99.9 KISW. We return to the men's room with Miles and Thrill. So it's a discussion on Reddit about red flags Mm -hmm. in people's homes. Go to people's homes and see some weird stuff. I need to say people had a lot of... uh, a lot of good ones, a lot of jokey ones, but some that were actual red flags. Here are a few. Pets that are not cared for properly. Well, yeah. Like a litter box that wasn't emptied in the last month. And poop mm. hanging around and all everything else. No hand soap in the bathroom. You got to have something in there, man. Also, a, a nice uh, hand towel to dry your hands. And not not the owner's bath towel, which is still wet from them taking a shower before you came over. How many different bath towels do you have? Up? Not bath towels. Hand towels. Do you put in your bathroom two. if you know you have people coming over? I have two in my each bathroom at all times. I try to do three only because I realize, you know, even when I go to my own bathroom if other people are there, I wash my hands and I realize the hand towel is all wet and damp from them. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. I mean, I guess you're right. I usually just have one. I just put out a new one if people are coming over. Yeah. Clean one. Trash, uh, not a new one. Trash piled beyond the trash can, which yes. is taking over the cooking, eating services or on the floor Come around on. the can. Uh, here's another one. The outside garbage bins. In the living room, or a trash can in the living room. What? Unless it's full of punch, I don't even understand why you would do that. <laughs> why you would? You know, that's the only can? time I see the trash can indoors. It has a lining, and then there's some yeah, kind okay. of jungle yeah, juice yeah, in it. There are things that are that are assumed to be in certain places. Trash can in the bathroom, yes. Now, if yeah. if I kitchen, yeah, if I go into your uh, if I go into your living room, and there is uh, you got some kind of you know, picture up or something. And it's got some kind of weird, uh, witty, or funny saying that is a joke or something mm-hmm. like that. That does not belong in the living room. That belongs above the toilet. Yes. I any, agree. Put your humor around the back. Humor goes above the toilet. That, that's, that's, an understand, uh, that, that's understood. Am I correct? Oh, yeah. We've got, a, we've got a sign over ours that says, if your duties be cray, please use the spray. There, <laughs> there you go. That's where that belongs. <laughs> is that what yeah. it actually yeah. says? That is literally uh, what it if says. If your or, duties be and, cray. And, and I know there's not a lot of this out here. <laughs> Uh, but on the East Coast, there's a lot more people who have pools. Mm-hmm. So one of the more popular ones grow- growing up was, uh, don't pee in our pool, we don't swim in your toilet. Right, My right, cousins right. had one. It said an above-ground pool. We thought it was the funniest sign ever. <laughs> exactly. Uh, let's see here. Uh, someone that has no time to clean before you visit when the place has obviously not been clean in like a year. So they walk, you walk yeah. in and they go, oh, sorry, man, I didn't have time to straighten up. You're like, there's no way. I told you two weeks ago I was going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's <laughs> see here. Um, I mean, if you just show up, I completely understand. You know, someone knocks on your door you didn't expect it. You're like, all right. But even then, there's like if you come to my home unexpectedly, it's never dirty. It might be messy, right? like, but it's obvious what has happened. The kids were playing something here or whatever the case, but that's about it. Anyone who has un, uh, old uncovered food lying around, mm. uh, willing to leave old uneaten food uncovered in their home, uh, screams unsanitary, they say. Yeah. Uh, I do remember a lot of empty pizza boxes, but there would never be a chance that one or two pieces would be left in that box. Oh, no. I understand the pizza box. Where I, lived. I mean, I've walked in on the aftermath of a, of a drunken night before, but that's that's, that's about as far back as it's mm-hmm. And you're we right. have not gotten around to cleaning up. Right. Yeah. right. If, the, if the, pizza, the pizza box sometimes ends up sitting there just before you take it out, but you're, yeah. it, there's no food in it. Right. Uh, Correct. Another says uh, a red flag about someone's house. Data the guy that laughed at me for buying a bookshelf because who in the F reads books? People who don't have oh. books in their home wow. also is another red flag. Side note, girls like it when you read books, fellas. Yes. Expensive PC and everything in their home is broken or run down. They might have a nice center for their computer. They might have a nice right. gaming chair. They might have an incredible computer, but everything else in the home is just yeah, run down. 
Not having pillowcases on the bed. You know those sheets and blankets are uh, are filthy then, more than likely. Uh, another one said, what well, is extremely messy. I can understand a moderate amount of disorganization, but when I have to jump over piles of dirty clothes and trash, that's when I know I need to leave. Fair. Here's another red flag. Nothing on the walls. No pictures. Nothing. Depending I, how long you've been there, sure. I did it in my last place. Like I have art. I have like photos up now and a couple pieces of art. But I don't know. I just never did it in my last place. You never did it, but you were also happy to put that stuff up. I remember that. Yeah. You're like, it feels good. Yeah. Another says a red flag in someone's home with dirty toilets. I get that someone's house can't always be immaculate, but if I see grime in the toilet, gross, or urine, especially if you're inviting me over and still didn't clean your toilet. My son played sports with a boy who I would give rides homes a lot. One time I couldn't wait to go to the bathroom, asked uh, to use their restroom. It was so bad I didn't go and just waited <laughs> until I drove across town to get home. I will say, full disclosure, I generally if I'm washing scrubbing my toilet, it's because somebody... Some, I'll put it this way. If just any any of you guys came over, I ain't sweating it. But if like no. your wife or girlfriend, I was like, Mike's heard me say, I've said it to his wife 10 times, you know, like, I like, I cleaned it today as you were coming over. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty good about keeping on top of it. But it's, just, me, you know what it is, man? Honest to God, it's just having the kids. Because I realized before we had kids, the toilets did not get as dirty as quickly. No. Yeah. But even, now, if, even the water just stagnant, like, I got a toilet that uh, doesn't get used very often. It's my so kids. You get that dust ring? It's like a pink ring that goes around the bottom. But now mm -hmm. that I got those, uh, those little, uh, those little, uh, bleach Clorox oh, yeah, things yeah, that you yeah. put in the back. Those things are a lifesaver for inside the bowl, but you still need to keep the rest uh, sanitary. You guys ever go to that house that had the the algae in the in the toilet bowl? Algae, like oh, black yeah. mold. Wow, oh, dude. Yeah. No, yeah. Here's Man. another. Uh, when invited over for a dinner at their home, I do not want to see your cat roaming the kitchen counter. No. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. Uh, what else? One more. Uh, never any clean towels. One time, my ex knew I was staying over, and he had absolutely no towels. Give me a T-shirt to dry off with. Cool. And lastly, a giant live, laugh, love sticker <laughs> on a blank white wall. There's something about that. Uh, by the way, some people are checking with the text. Uh, what, what did you say about the pool? Uh, oh, don't, don't pee in our pool. Don't we don't swim, swim in your, your toilet. toilet. Uh, someone here says, we had a sign next to our pool growing up that said, welcome to our pool. Notice, there's no P in it. Let's keep it that way. Mm -hmm. That's pretty good. I like that one. Yeah, more. Windows without curtains. Uh, no books or bookshelves or empty bookshelves. Completely bare walls. Sexist posters, even if they are ironic. I'm trying to think, what, what would be the sexist poster? Well, like if I go to your house. I hate have, bitches. I no, mean, you, like, you have like the old school, just even the Farrah Fawcett poster up in your living room. Yeah, so, yeah well, that's what, in my living room? Or you have wow. a shirtless picture of, I don't know, you know, whoever. Tom Selleck. I, I, I don't know. I mean, just there's a place to put it. Yeah, but, yeah, exactly. Uh, using their bed as a hamper. Here's another one. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. Dirty dishes. Trash that hasn't been taken out in days. A funky smell that you cannot identify. A funky smells are never good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Random stains on random things. <laughs> no lampshades. Uh, the couch is their coat rack. Uh, moldy smells. Uh, da -da -da -da. No soap to be found, like anywhere. The towels stink. The roommate doesn't even acknowledge you when you come in. A super stinky litter box. Dog hair everywhere. You feel icky in anywhere you are, in anywhere you sit. Some of the red flags about people's mm. homes. Just use an air freshener, too. They come in handy, man. Mm -hmm. In a pinch, just break that bad boy up.
Personality, home, or other. What about someone else? Send up a red flag. 206-803-RED. Yeah, I have one of the plug-ins just by like the, the outlet closest, closest to my front door. So as soon as you come in, it always smells nice and fresh. Yeah, we got one down in the basement because basements kind of smell like basements. Yeah. I don't think it's that bad, but that thing's been plugged in for so long. And my wife changes them out, I don't know, once a month. However often you have to do it, but I can tell when she does because I go into the basement. And I'm like, damn, it smells good down there. That's yeah, lovely. It really is, man. Hello, Chad. Welcome to the men's room. How's it going, fellas? Hola! So, uh, this is probably the end of this last summer. I was seeing this girl, and we went out on a date, had a nice time, and uh, ended up back at her place at the end of the night. Um, so things were going well, and uh, when we get there, she tells me her dad is staying with her. He's having a tough time. You know, whatever. Uh, so, kind of quickly say hello to him and get rushed into her bedroom, and, you know, things go as well as they can go. I get out of there. I uh, end up seeing her again a couple weeks later, and no one's home except her. So she invites me over. I bring some beers. We're going to watch a movie, right? Um, and uh, as I get inside, she tells me, I've, never, I've not seen the living room or the kitchen of this place yet. Uh, it was dark when we came in the first time. She tells me, uh, hey, take your shoes off. Um, by the way, my rabbit is inside here. And he has been free roaming. And he just kind of goes to the bathroom wherever he'd like. What? All right. Yeah. And she just said, very nonchalant statement. Uh, and I said, okay. Like, so I just assumed, like, maybe there's a turd somewhere. Um, walk in, and there is not four square inches without a piece of rabbit crap. On oh. the couch, on the floor, everywhere. And I'm walking around in my bare feet now on my socks. Oh. And I've got to sit on this couch and watch this movie now. And I didn't have the sense to, you know bail out of there because we had fun before and I kind of want to have fun again and uh yeah and that was that was an experience I mean it was it was incredible and eventually the rabbit makes an appearance and I watch it do its business on the floor right in front of me good times did you ask her why it was important for you to take your shoes off uh on a poop covered floor um you know I think I was a little too flabbergasted in the moment was that your last time uh, visiting her place uh, yes, but I am embarrassed to say that she is the one who broke up with me. She broke oh. up with you? Why did she break up with you? Yeah, what did you do? <laughs> I didn't do anything. She just said she wasn't ready. Hi. I ended up getting back with her ex or whatever, but man, I I should have been the one to break up with Rabbit Poop Girl, you know? Well, you, you, missed, trouble. you missed trouble by a hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That's a bit much, man. I know that uh, like my buddy just got a rabbit, and the whole thing is it's about the litter box training. I wouldn't I, even know where to start. I guess when you get them when they're young, as it's explained to me anyway, basically you put their ass in there, and they, just, they kind of figure it out, kind of like cats. Okay. Somehow, instinctively, they figure out this is the place for them to go. But if you don't offer them that, then at no point. Huh. I didn't know that. I didn't, I didn't know you could do that. I just kind of figured they were on their own. He uh, he just found us out himself. I believe is is it's the rabbits for their kid. But I want to say the wife got the rabbit for Christmas for the kid, which sounds sweet. But she was just savvy enough Christmas. to do it. Yes, while he was out of town. So he's like, I had to do a crash course. No, like, I'm learning. When you come home, is the rabbit, the rabbit happy to see you? Does he jump up in your lap? Does he want to hang out, and watch television? I think this cat? rabbit might, man, because the last picture I saw of this rabbit, he showed me Saturday. It was a picture of his rabbit, pretty big ass rabbit too, on the sofa next to his dog. Oh, all right. And they so were we got a buddy. So we got a buddy. Yeah, I'm like, okay. I guess they're happy to see. Him. Personality, home or other? What about someone else? Send up a red flag. Two zero six eight zero three rock. Hello, Sean. Welcome to the men's room. What's up, guys? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, you guys have the best show in all of Seattle. Oh, thank you, oh, man. Thank you, man. 
Okay, so I'm working as a contractor, man, doing a kitchen remodel. This is about 20 years ago. And just to give you a picture of the couple, they're about mid-30s, and he's a skinny dude. He dresses like a total nerd. He's like sliced white bread, man. He probably got his ass kicked way too many times in high school. Okay, then his wife, she's very skinny, and I called her Mousy, Mousy Mary because she had no style. She dressed sort of like a bad version of June Cleaver. Very stringy, greasy hair, no makeup. You get the picture. Okay, so I'm working, and I need to shut the power off, and they're in a couple circuits in the kitchen, and they were out doing some errands or whatever. So I go down into the basement, and it's very dimly lit. So there's a room way over in the corner. <clears throat> I walk in there, and it's pitch black, man. I couldn't see a thing. So I'm feeling down the wall to find the light switch. When I flip the switch, standing right in front of me is a six-foot-tall statue of Jesus. Okay? Oh. <laughs> and it scared the hell out of me. Okay, And now, you guys, this wasn't some, you know, like starter set thing. I was the altar boy. I went to Catholic grade school. I know exactly what these things are supposed to look like, man. This thing was life, uh, just totally so lifelike. Okay. I looked down. The carpet is like whore colored red. It's shag carpet. I look at the walls. The walls are completely painted black. I look up. Ceiling is 100% mirrored. I turn around and over in the other corner, by this massive bed, I've never seen anything this size, is the same sort of statue, but it's Mary. Right next to the bed, like looking down over the bed, the Blessed Virgin Mary. And here's what tripped me out, man. Hung around her neck was, and I'm no prude, man, but you guys, I wasn't even sure what half this gear was. Whips, chains, bondage, you name it, strung around her neck. Neck next to the bed and it tripped me out so bad i just looked at it and i thought i don't care if this is sacrilegious man it's just sick and wrong okay <laughs> so just totally sick and wrong so i get down my hands and knees and i start taking my hand to like erase my footprints because i don't want them to know i was in there okay so i go back up in the kitchen and they come home from their errands or whatever and this lady looks at me, and I could not look her in the face, man. I couldn't. And she looks at me, she goes, hi, how are you doing? Uh, you know, I'm saying, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine. And then he looks at me, and she says, is there something wrong here? And I said, oh, absolutely not. No, 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 everything's perfect. Okay, you guys, I could not look her in the face for the last three weeks of that project, man. And I learned one thing that you guys can learn from my experience. I never, ever, ever looked at anybody else and thought that I knew what went on in the privacy <laughs> yeah. of their house behind closed doors. There's no way to know, man. You can make an assumption because you assume they're kind of normal, but yeah, what you just described is a little out there, to put it mildly. Okay, so I could tell you way more stories, man, and I'll tell you that I've been in people's homes that had multi-million dollar homes, and they're a total crap hole. And I've been... In so many situations where you look around, you think, oh, you, you assume that you have some sort of idea what's going on before you walk in. And guess what? People will shock the hell out of you every time. Yeah, I believe it. I, I believe it. I believe it. Although I would say the Jesus and Mary thing, that, uh, that would probably shock me more than most things. You know? Well, there's obviously uh, some guilt about 
their proclivities, maybe? Is that the right I way of looking at this? I don't think it's guilt, though. Not, I think it's guilt. more like... Wait, is that like a little prayer room, or is that a... Uh, that's a sex room, bro. And, and, With and Jesus? Jesus and me. Yeah. And I think that that's what gets them going. That's what turns okay. them on. Um, I don't think they feel guilty about it, but they at least probably have the presence of mind to know, let's put this... Somewhere, like, put it this way, man. A lot of people own sex toys. I don't think anyone feels guilty for owning a sex toy. 99% of those people put it in a drawer, not put it, you know, in the, the utensil drawer in the kitchen. They actually, you know what I'm saying? Right. Actually, you don't feel guilty. Bedroom. You just understand people might not want to see this. They actually recommend that as far as, uh, depending on your, uh, your interests in life, that you have a very personal friend of yours who, in the event that something were to ever happen to you, ah. could come over to your house and delete your internet history, if that's the problem. Or, or get your sex toy. Or, or get whatever collection that you have and, and remove that before your family gets over there to go through your belongings and divide them or whatever they're supposed to do with them. You know, I'll have to see what happens I don't when think the kids I have anything move like out. Too shocking. Right, like, right now, right, because kids go through that. And I can tell you that they're not going to. Yeah. But your, your kids go through everything. I did it. I'm sure my parents did it to their parents, et cetera. So as a result of that, we don't have anything truly funky that they can yeah, find. Exactly. But like I said, when they move out, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what it is I'm missing right now by having kids live at home, right? Sure. And it's fine. It's a wonderful experience. But when they move out, you know, there's going to be something like, hey, we should do blank, mm-hmm. or we should try this. Yeah, that's well, what I think I, things I, I, might get. Yeah, like, I don't. I mean, am I? Next to my bed, I was like lubes and like just normal kind of sex stuff. Yeah, I told you about my neighbor who are they flavored vanilla. F- There's a couple flavors, a couple rings. What would be the weirdest flavor? Do you think? I didn't think he liked black licorice chocolate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had a neighbor that had a sex wing in their bedroom. I told you about that. It was kind of on a, a plate right above the bed. That right, used to right, be right. like a uh, ceiling fan. Whatever. But didn't he show that to? You? He did show that to me, and there was no red flags involved. I just but back to what the caller was saying about you don't know what goes on in someone else's home. You would not have guessed. I knew that they had children with him at the time who were, you know, everywhere from teenagers to elementary school kids. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the kids that moved out. It wasn't a red flag to me because I knew the guy very well, and I knew his wife, and she was sweet. I was just like, all right. I would not have expected that. I would expect that. There into some stuff. It looks like it's pretty fun, to be honest with you. But, uh, when I, I was a teenager, my buddy, he cat sat for his neighbor, and she was a real sweet old lady, man, and she was maybe five foot two. Weighed 100 pounds at most. Anyway, his cat's sitting for her, and like anything, he prowled through her house, and he's begging me to go over to her home, right? And I felt kind of bad because he's a sweet old lady, but I'm like, whatever. So I go into her bedroom, he opens this drawer, and when I say this was a big double end dildo, like it was massive. And this woman, now we were about 15, mm-hmm. so she seems super old to us. She's probably about 60 or something like that. But, you know, when you talk to her, she was so sweet and so nice, and all the kids loved her, all the adults loved her, and I'm like, this chick throws down, man. Right. With yeah. partnership. Yeah. Dude, I, I lived in an apartment in Ballard for uh, for like six months, whatever the deal was, and they were duplexes. The woman next door to me, she was an older lady, very nice. Uh, she liked to smoke pot when I'm out on the porch. Yeah. She'd come out and smoke pot with me. She was a cool hippie chick and all this stuff, but she was probably into her late 70s, early 80s. She was up there. She walked with a cane. She had a couple boyfriends who would come over and bring her groceries and, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. She invited me over to smoke weed one. I, I think Castle might have been there at the time. Vice me to smoke weed, and there is a picture above her uh, couch, and it is a nude painting. Now, this woman <laughs> is is very attractive in yeah. the painting. It was kind of like it was kind of like the nudes that were up at Vito's. Uh, if you've ever been to Vito's before, yeah. they oh, got yeah. burned down or whatever. It was a classy painting, yeah, like of a very Victorian young woman era again with or whatever. just amazing breasts. Of course, and I looked over, I was like, "Wow, man, look at that! That chick is hot." And she said. That was me when I was 23. Oh, and I was like, 
Damn right. woman. All right. Good for you. Long brown hair flowing like over the front and over the back. Like, Did she get more attractive to you? Instantly? I was like, God damn, woman. Look at you. Jeez a whiz. I'm sure. <laughs> then she went into the back and she actually showed me the photo that the either old boyfriend or artist that she knew used. And it was. How was that photo? It was one of those square uh, yeah, old Kodak school. pictures that was dated. So the date was on there, like 1968, 1969, in the white border. Yeah. And there's a picture of her sitting in a chair with her with her with her boobs hanging out. <laughs> and, it, and he did a really good job of taking the picture and making it the painting. How was the sex? Oh, I don't know. I, I, have to, I have to ask her boyfriend. I never heard anything. I never heard anything. Right. I never heard uh, Smoking weed, seeing the nudes. Yeah. Did you know? I get my picture? Yeah. yeah. You know what they say once you go blue. Got a blue plate special uh, for her. Our question, personality, home, or other. Just what about side someone else? Sausage. Set up a red flag. <laughs> 206-803-ROCK. 99.9 KISW. The men's room returns with miles and thrills. Talk about some red flags here. Weird things that people have noticed in other people's kitchens or the habits that people have All right. when they're cooking or whatever. Here's a few. I knew a guy who kept his chef's knives stabbed into the wall. Another. I opened a friend's fridge. It contained 30 to 40 cans of whipped cream. Nothing else. It was a family of three. 30 to 40 <laughs> cans of whipped cream. <laughs> One guy says the dad of a guy went to whipped cream consumption, or are they just doing whippets? At that point, mm. I don't know. A uh, dad of a guy I went to, to high school with, I swear to God, had an entire wall stacked with Coca-Cola 12-packs. Must have been 8 feet by 8 feet. No one was allowed to drink any of the cans except for him. If we wanted Coke, we had a drink from the stale 2-liter bottle that was in the fridge. It's a little odd. Mm -hmm. I grew up with some dudes. They had one. They had an old soda machine, and their, their dad did in the garage. Yeah. That actually had like orange soda and then beer for him, but they were, it was super strict. Like if you went out there and just got one, the dad would lose it. Really? Oh yeah, you had to ask, and like he had to like basically approve pr approve you for an orange soda. <laughs> okay. Uh, Father-in-law thought the traditional spaghetti with meat sauce too spicy, so he would make noodles and top them with ground beef and ketchup. <laughs> A uh, childhood dog would poop inside, and if it was not solid, my dad would use a spoon to clean it up. Mm. Not a designated spoon that was the dog ass spoon, just a regular spoon from the, uh, the cutlery drawer. I did not discover this until he had been doing this for years. I was horrified and furious. When I told him it was disgusting, he got so defensive and said, well, how would you like me to clean it up? I then listed many different ways to clean dog ass. My mom also didn't seem to be too concerned with it either. And another... My uncle left raw chicken out on the counter for who knows how long, and it was covered in ants. I let him know. He rinsed the ants off and put the chicken back in the fridge. <laughs> Personality, home or other, what about someone else? And up a red flag, 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Claire. Welcome to the men's room. Hello. Hola. 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 So what was can your you red flag? Me? Yes, we can hear you. Okay. Um... So I went on a Tinder date, um, met this guy, told me his name was Sean, uh, nice looking guy is from, uh, the, he worked for the Coast Guard, noticed that he had a little bit of an accent and I asked him about it and he was like, oh, you can tell I'm from Argentina. Like, yeah, it's pretty obvious. Um, and so we go to his house and he lives alone and he has these lavender curtains hanging and I was like, oh, that's an interesting color. 
And like in his kitchen, he has like a little jar that says like cookies written in cursive on it. And I'm like, that's just a little strange. He's like kind of this macho guy. Like, hmm, interesting. And then he's like showing me like a tour of his house. And there's like this giant thing. He's like, oh, watch out. He's like, that's my gun safe underneath the bed. I was like, that thing's gigantic. Okay. So just like a few weird things. Anyways, nice guy. Um, And he's like, he's gets his uniform on to go work for the Coast Guard and he forgets his keys and he like hits himself in the forehead. He's like, ah, he's like, Sebastian, so stupid. I was like, maybe that's like a religious thing. I don't know. And it was just a little weird. So wait, wait, wait. He said Sebastian when he hit himself in the head. Yeah, like, ah. But he told you that his name is John. Yeah. Okay. All right. (laughs) So... (laughs) I'm like, oh, that was a little strange. Nice guy, though. So I hung out with him again, and I was like, why did you like? Why did you do that the other day? He's like, uh, I have something to admit. So I'm married. He's like, but I'm going through a divorce. And I was like, okay. He's like, and my name isn't actually John. It's, uh, yeah, it's Sebastian. I was like, okay. He's like, I'm sorry I lied to you. Like, I shouldn't have done that. I'm like, oh, that's fine. He's like, and also... I was like, well, I'm sorry to hear about your divorce. Like, is it fine? He's like, no, it's not finalized. She left me to go live with a cult in Southern California. (laughs) All right. I was like, oh, okay. So, yeah, just like the red flags in the house and all of that. I'm like, this is, uh, yes, this is probably why you shouldn't just trust people on these random dating. Yeah, the lavender curtains yeah. and cookies written in cursive, you're right, to mm-hmm. me, instantly. Like, you don't live alone, or a woman has lived here recently. So you, I guess you didn't go out or, with him anymore? Or he could be gay. I mean, that went through my head, too. I was like... But why would he want to go on a date with you? Do you look like a woman with a penis? I mean, like... Yeah. First no, thing I that I'll do if I was gay and I was... Trying to convince himself. Or maybe he's oh. bisexual. Who knows? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> fair, fair enough. Enough. How many, how many yeah. Tinder dates have you gone on? Oh, gosh. Too many? <laughs> have you had any success from it? Yes, I have. I've made some, I would say maybe like a handful. Maybe like four really good friends that I still talk to. How, how, how many seconds does it take for you to walk in and meet someone and know? Like or not. Good or, 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 or not. Yeah. No one way or the other. Uh, it depends on the person for sure. I've had some people that are extremely creepy and I... Yeah, I've had to bail on some what, dates. Like, what gives you the, the creepy the vibe? Is it something they say? Is it the way they look at you? The way they dress? Like, what is it? It's kind of their mannerisms, the things that they say, or like being really insistent on me drinking my drink. Oh. <laughs> it's a little yeah, <laughs> it's a little I weird. I would wonder strange. if something was in the drink. Uh, yes, that's that's uh, yeah, or just like I don't know, trying another to smell zip. <laughs> Here, why aren't you drinking that? Have drink some it. No, you just that's went right. to the bathroom. Come on. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Keep your eyes open, man. Keep Good your times. eyes open. Personality, home or other, what about someone else? The number red flag, 206-803-ROCK. Have you done the Tinder date thing, Ted? No, I should. I need to start using more dating apps. That's it. Like, so I don't know much about Tinder, but most of the time I hear about Tinder. Not that it's a negative experience, but kind of like her. It's just something weird. I feel Tinder, like, like, I mean, Tinder you hear good th- Like, maybe it didn't work out, but rarely do I hear someone say, man... They freaked me out. Where with Tinder, when I talk to people, it seems like it's about 50-50. Where they're like, yo, man. And that's for men and women. And Tinder's a lot more of just, like, hooking up. So, yes, you should. Uh, yeah. Go on Tinder. Like, Bumble. I, I know couples that met a Bumble. Now, what is Bumble? Because, like, Tinder's hooking up. Kind of like. Match.com is about Bumble, matching. I want more of a relationship. I guess. Like I said, I'm not good at them. I need, I need to start using them more. But I just know, like, Tinder is definitely kind of the looser one. Now, I also know a couple. I know a couple that 
I like the dude. I like the woman. They met on Tinder. I mean, it's not if crazy. it works, it works. Yeah. 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 It was weird, man. My brother's been married, I don't know, 25 years-ish now, somewhere around there, I guess. But uh, he met his current wife on a dating site, and it was before Match.com even existed. So when he told us how they met... It was still this weird taboo thing. It's like when people first... You just don't know anything about it. Well, it's like when people first admitted to using Viagra, right? It was just... It's a concept that you couldn't wrap your head around at the time. So it's like, well, we met online. Like, like on your computer online? It's like, yeah, it's a little weird. And it, it did wor- seem It worked. Weird. Right. But nowadays, someone says that, you're like, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Personality, home or other, what about someone else in up a red flag? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Christian. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. Uh, first of all, Ted, I gotta say, don't go for the dating apps. Uh, I've had nothing but bad experiences, and I can't recommend them. Did you get any but, hookups out of it? I'm not looking to get married. <laughs> uh, okay, maybe a couple. I mean, all right, all right. <laughs> here and there, but definitely lots of weirdos. Ted's looking uh, for butt. Right. Yeah. Oh, by the way, somebody here, Ted, <laughs> they say Bumble is the app where you cannot message a woman before she messages you. The system oh, will not allow. Okay, all right. So it's a safe place. Yeah. All right. Unless you're ugly. So my red flag is not about dating. My red flag is actually about my father. I'm going to go ahead and call him out really quick. Uh, I stayed the night at his place uh, one time when I was visiting around. And, uh, you know, he hooked me up with, you know, the futon, uh, hooked me up with, like, the blanket and the pillow and everything. And actually, he gave me the blanket that I used when I was a kid. I was like, oh, yeah, like, cool, you know. I haven't seen this in years. Um, Does it even it like fit 25. over? I mean, <laughs> it did, yeah. It was like a comforter style, like ah, over okay. a, a bed, right? Um, you know, at this time, I'm like 25, 26, you know, visiting my dad, staying the night. And I'm like, wow, like I haven't seen this for like 20 years. And I'm like, dad, this, this blanket kind of smells bad. I think you need to wash it. <laughs> and I kid you not, he looked at me. He's like, what do you mean wash it? Like, you don't launder blankets what and it took me i put it together in my head realized that in the 20 25 years that i've been alive this man has never washed a blanket (laughs) (laughs) i was like is your dad single i'm not gonna was your dad was your dad dad a single man at the time oh he's still a single man okay that's not surprising Mm -hmm. Did you, after you realized he doesn't wash blankets, did you, like, sneak a peek into his bedroom just to get a, a look at the blanket he has on his own bed? Well, yeah. To be honest, he's kind of a messy guy. Like, I, I lived with him for a couple of years during the pandemic, um, you know, to save some money. And, yeah, it always drove me crazy, like, how, how some of the things are dirty, like dishes in the sink, you know, some of the things you're talking about stepping over, junk. Um, but keep in mind, too, that he has five kids. Six kids from five women. Damn. And I'm almost the oldest, so this blanket didn't just go through me either. It went mm. through all the rest of the kids, too, which is just like, man, you really start to think about, like... Depending <laughs> how it, old yeah, they it, were, you know, if I'm 15 and I'm still using that blanket, that's a lot worse than anything a little kid did. I, I, I would guess it was kind of difficult to get to know your siblings growing up, being that you are you know, you have half uh, brothers and sisters, but I'm assuming a lot of these, uh, uh, your, 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 your brothers and sisters are staying with their mom. So if they're all different, they're all uh, staying in their own personal home. Right. So was there any camaraderie at all with you and your brothers and sisters? We got to visit. Uh, we had a 
visitation plan every other weekend. So at least, you know, two or three days out of every 14, all right, uh, we'd be spending time it's like, together. It's like, it's like Nick Cannon. He's got, what, 12, 13 kids? 13, but, I believe. But I don't believe they've all been together uh, with each other at the same time. I, at some one time. time. Because didn't he, if I remember this correctly, I want to say he took all 13 to Disneyland. No, he took all Disney 11, World. and he had two more. So and remember, because <laughs> he was bitching about how much it cost, and we're like, well, one, uh, if you take 13 children to Disney World, assume it's going to cost a lot. And also, mm-hmm. you're yeah. a millionaire, so no one's really planning to right. buy a land yeah. for you. Personality, home, or other, what about someone else? Uh, send up a red flag, 206-803-ROCK. Uh, a couple of the other things on here, by the way, as far as uh, red flags that people had when they went over to someone else's house or just basically watched uh, how they were cooking in the kitchen. I know uh, someone who throws away almost nothing. This wouldn't be a terrible habit if it didn't mean offering you the moldy lemon mm. that has been sitting on the counter for God only knows how long because, God forbid, she cuts a new one. Also, tomatoes, peppers, anything. I try not to eat there. She's very well off, but has the hoarding mindset, especially with food. And also, she refuses to use chef knives and cooks everything exclusively with steak knives. That's just weird. It's just weird to me because knives are designed for specific mm-hmm. purposes. And steak knives, other than steak, to me, are the worst knives to work with. Here's one that will blow your mind. Taking raw chicken and putting it directly in the flour canister to cover with flour to fry. I am still horrified. Years later. Not a good idea, man. Yeah, I mean, you well, got to put that out in a little dish or something. Exactly. You don't it's need to reuse that flour. raw chicken. Guys, I watched my coworker wash his potatoes with dish soap. He squirted the, the soap straight onto the potato, rubbed it all over with his bare hands, rinsed it, and started chopping it. Then he threw the chopped, unpeeled, and soapy potatoes into a pot. He boiled them, mashed them without adding anything to them, then for some reason picked the skin out of the pot of mashed potatoes with his bare hands. No Ew. milk, no cream, no Ew. butter, no salt, no anything. Tasted like a sad, soapy pile of compost. Look, man, I, I try not to get involved when other people are cooking, but I think at that point I'd mention, like, hey, a couple of things. One, you, you can peel the potatoes mm-hmm. be, before, so you don't have to take your bare hands and dig it out. And most people wash utensils, but no. Uh, this lady says, my husband has a habit of just putting used utensils in the freezer, not washed, just licked clean. He says the freezer clean. kills the bacteria, and he can reuse them as many times as he wants. No. That's what's no, he's the wrong. freezer. Our question, personality, home or other, what about someone else? Send up a red flag, 206-803-ROCK. Just going to throw it out there. If I see someone, like, sucking on a butter knife and tossing it in the freezer, I'm like, this is done. I'm leaving. Maybe I would never use a knife that I have sitting on the edge of my sink. Yeah, to me, if it's on the edge of the sink, like, it's there for a reason. Even if I don't know what it's been used for, I just assume you don't want to use it. Yeah, like, I might, that's why it's sitting there. It's like, am I going to make another sandwich? I don't know. <laughs> Better just leave this knife here in case we need more mayo. Hey, throw it in the freezer, bro. Hello, Elena. Welcome to the men's room. Hi. Hola. Did I say your name right? Yeah. All right. So, I, I've been in Seattle for, like, five years. But when I first moved here, I was on the dating apps. I heard the quest, uh, someone talked about dating apps. I was on Bumble. I met this guy, really attractive, really fun, and we hung out, and he was, like, all scatterbrained. So I thought, okay, he has ADD. Uh, it turns out he was, you know, he uses math, and I didn't know this. <laughs> oh, and, no, it turns out. Okay. <laughs> but uh, then he stopped, and every time he would come, he would always come in a different car. So then he stopped talking to me and, like, kind of ghosted, and then I find out he goes to jail for grand theft auto and had been 
picking me up and taking me on dates in cars that he had stolen. How did, he, did he at least steal nice cars? They were nice. Okay. They were nice right. SUVs and telling me his friend was letting him use the car. And in retrospect, now that I think about it, that's the most romantic thing anyone has ever done. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> it is. I want to go on this car just for you, baby. But I didn't steal this any car. (laughs) We're going to Red Lobster. I stole a nice car. I mean, if you take me to an Applebee's for a dollar margarita, I mean, I'm a top of the bottom. I'm a top of the bottom shelf kind of girl. So, hey, man, there's a lot of guys looking for a woman just like you. Like, hey, baby, I'm not going to lie to you. The vehicle room is hot, but I want you to think about the trouble I'm willing to get into. Just to go to freaking Applebee's with you and get these cheap ass martinis. Do you think he would have kept dating him if he didn't end up in jail? So that's for, so I have a type. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> what, is what is that type exactly? Felon. So I like felons. I like felons. I'm not the first one who's called on here who said they liked felons or attract felons. So we did see each other a couple of us times because he got out like three years later, and. We went on a couple more dates, and then there was, I think he, I then I saw him on Facebook, like a video circulating about breaking into someone's house to steal cars and <laughs> to steal the keys, and then stole a truck from this person's house. So I was like, oh my God, that's him, and it was like circulating all over the internet. And oh, that's, like, so, that's what, so, that's so what, what, what do you think inherently attracts you to felons? Because I'm sure uh, being a felon is one thing, but it takes a lot of different roads to become a felon. I think the question so, is this, are you attracted to felons, or is it that people you're attracted to happen to be a felon? I think it's the latter. Okay. <laughs> So you're not actively I mean, I, I, looking I, I, for is there, is there a look to this? I mean, as far as your physical looks, is, is it tall guys, uh, it, guys who are it, built? What What is it? I think it's like the build, the the, the gold chain, obviously, and tattoos. Like the gold chain's kind of a like a, I've, I've served time, and this is something I bought after. That was nice. Okay. All right. Uh, hey, man. <laughs> I, every felon out there is in love with you right now and have definitely you, uh, wants your number. Have you ever dated a nice guy? You know, I tried. And was it too too boring? You know, I hate to say this on the I cheated. I cheated with my with my ex at the time, like twice with this person uh, because oh. they were a felon. And you know, <laughs> nice guys are great. I like now in my life now looking for nice guys, but it's you know, where's the well, okay. Well, what if the nice guy would have picked you up in a stolen car? Would that have changed things? Yeah. Probably. It okay, would have changed right. everything. I'm, like, never I'm, exactly. I'm never cheating on you. I'm never cheating on you. Yeah, boy. <laughs> coming up, we're going to sit and spin. We've got 10 albums that turn 30 this year. And also your emails coming up from the men's room at KISW.com.